Hi guys and welcome to another podcast episode. Today's episode is going to be a fun one and it's going to be kind of dark as well because we are going to be discussing the real endings or the original endings of some of the most famous like fairy tales and stories that we've heard ever since we were kids. So I have stuff like Beauty and the Beast, Snow White, Cinderella. We've all heard these. These are pretty common. So I think it'll be fun if we discuss what they were supposed to be like and not like the adulterate unadulterated or adulterated the adulterated version or the mellowed down version that we've all heard as kids or we've all seen on disney because that's really apparently not how it was supposed to go down so before we get started most of these stories were technically oral stories that kept passing down in generations so a lot of them do have different endings in different parts of the world but the main idea of most of these stories is pretty much the same all of these stories or most of them have some kind of moral they have like a evil queen or something and then you have someone who's really nice and helpful and virtuous and you know i don't know kind and caring and generous and in the end she triumphs and she has some kind of prince who takes her away and you know i don't know wins her heart and saves her life yara 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 but apart from the fact that i hate this whole she will get some kind of prince in the end syndrome which makes me really angry we're not even going to be talking about that like that's not even the topic we want to just jump on today we're just going to be discussing how the actual stories went down and a lot of these stories don't really end as happily as you know we know that they do and a lot of these stories the main character isn't really as kind and generous and nice as they've all been portrayed to be which i get it you don't want to show kids stuff which is dark and stuff which they don't really need to be knowing when they're kids you need to you know give them something nice and wholesome and something that will motivate them to be kind and generous and like not care about stuff like money or you know how beautiful you are which in a lot of these stories the main idea is just how pretty or beautiful or white I mean Snow White a lot of these uh, princesses or whatever the fuck these people are but anyway we're going to be discussing just all of this good stuff in today's episode most of these stories were like penned down originally like in the first ever written format by either the Grimm brothers or Hans Christian Andersen so i think these the Grimm brothers and Hans Christian Andersen were the two groups i mean not two people because ha- the grim brothers were not one person but they wrote down like the first ever like written versions of these stories and that's what most of the disney versions and the movies are based off of but again a lot of them have had pretty cool changes and those are mostly the versions that we've built every single story on so obviously a lot of these stories were not really from them a lot of these stories have been passed down generations upon generations but we're just going to be talking about the original endings in both of these versions of the stories so yep the first one that i wanted to talk about was beauty and the beast now we all know the beauty and the beast thing but i just want to read out the actual ending or the actual supposed ending of beauty and the beast So Beauty and the Beast we all know as the story of like a father and his daughter and how she's very selfless etc and she saves him from being imprisoned by a beast but the original story has some changes to the story that we all know about So in the original story Beauty who is like the girl is from a large well to do family that falls on hard times and they lose all their wealth etc Some of the siblings leave the family she moves on to her now poor father and she moves in with him to just to take care with him and to help him in the house and stuff like that 
but she is supposed to be a, like a really good woman she like does housework she's cheerful and she's nice to her father and she has like hobbies like reading and spinning and all the good things that she was supposed to have but in the original version the beast takes the father in when he gets lost in the woods he is kind and generous to the father the father's transgression against the beast happens when he breaks off a rose from one of the beast's bushes as he is leaving and in the story uh, he has i guess two or three other daughters apart from beauty who ask for like richness some of them ask for like clothes back some of them ask for like shoes and stuff like that and beauty just asks for like a rose and that's the rose he's trying to pick off of the beast's garden and that's what makes the beast kind of mad at the father in the story and he tells the man that he has to pay for it he must either give up himself or give up one of the daughters beauty in her act of selflessness says that she will go and stay with the beast instead of the father she will kind of sacrifice herself and save her dad sector sector now the beast has always been shown to be really nice to beauty and she made sure that she was taken care of he wasn't mean to her he didn't try to harm her in any way he was just nice to her and i guess they both fall in love later but he hasn't really been shown to be someone who was mean or someone who kind of treated her badly he was always just very nice to her and now beauty begs the beast to let her see her family he finally agrees but tells her that she must return to him or else he will die so just like the films beauty does eventually return after staying away for like too long and like she stays with her father and her sisters and whatever but she does come back because she realizes that like she has to keep the promise that she made with the beast and when she comes back the beast becomes a handsome prince you know why not and then they fall in love and yara 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 happily ever after but one of the most notable changes is that the beast punishes like beauty's sisters because they weren't good people or virtuous people as she was and they the beast turned both of the sisters into stones that like he put in the front of his castle so both of the sisters as stones could constantly be reminded of and constantly see all the good and like fun things that beauty was doing just to make them kind of suffer which if i was beauty why is she okay with like her sisters like being turned into stones just so they can stare at her having a happy life forever that's kind of um, a little bit creepy but anyway we're going to move on to like a worse story which is cinderella we all know cinderella it's it's classic but again it's not as classic as we think it is so cinderella has evil stepmother and like she has two stepsisters and they give her a lot of work to do and they're just treating her like a servant or something and they all plan to go to like the princess ball but they don't allow her to come and there's like a fairy godmother and she turns a pumpkin into a carriage we all know how the story goes so in some version of the story but not the grim brothers version like in another version of the story cinderella is helped by a fairy godmother and that's what disney adopted that's what all the films are based off of but in the grim brothers version she's helped by a white dove and not like a fairy godmother and the white dove brings her the dress and the slippers and the you know nice things that she needs to go to the ball now she goes to the ball she vows the prince the stepsisters and the mother don't recognize her which is like a rapne bana di jodi sort of situation which why do people not recognize their family members in most of these movies and tv shows it makes like no sense to me example one hana montana example two rapne banadi jodi and this this stuff like it makes no sense to me but as it nears midnight she realizes she has to be home so she runs and she leaves her slipper or she loses the slipper and the prince finds the slipper and that's how he's trying to find cinderella 
Now, like in the Disney movie, the prince goes to the village and he's trying to find someone who will fit the shoe exactly. And here is where it gets like creepy. That the stepmother encourages the first sister to cut off her toes that she will fit into the shoe. And but as she's riding with the prince, the magic white doves tell the prince to look at her foot, which is bleeding. So she does actually convince the prince that she is like Cinderella or like she's the person that he met in the ball cuts off her toes fits into the slipper and while they're like going back is the doves the dove who like gave her the stuff in the first place and not the fairy godmother tells or like tells the whatever prince person to like check her foot which why didn't the prince do that before and her foot is bleeding obviously because she cut her toes off and that's when the prince realizes that she is not really Cinderella. Now the second sister decides instead of cutting off her toes, she's gonna cut off her heel. But she has the same exact thing happen to her. She convinces the prince somehow. The prince takes her, but then the dove tells the prince, "Look at her feet," and the, the prince looks at her feet and realizes that it's bleeding again. And then finally, when the prince comes back the third time, he sees Cinderella and her feet fit perfectly, and nothing is cut off or bleeding. And obviously, they fell in love. And to punish the sisters, the dove in question, like pecks out the sisters' eyes with the dove's beak, just to like teach them a lesson. So that's how it ends. And obviously, Disney didn't show any of this, and neither does any other adaptation of the story. Like nobody mentions the dove, and nobody mentions them cutting their feet. So, just saying, that's kind of weird. The third story that I have for today is Snow White. Snow White is another classic. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I've done a podcast episode, I think, a long time ago. I think it was my very first, not my very first, but like my first few podcast episodes where I talked about how each of the Seven Dwarfs in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is like a stage of cocaine addiction. So, in case you guys want to check that out, I think it's called something of that sort it's called disney conspiracy theories or something so i'll link that if i can find it otherwise it's pretty easy to find it's one of the very first few episodes i did ever but moving on we're going to talk about the actual story today now in the original fairy tale snow white's mother dies during childbirth and then the king marries again but the stepmother is evil and like whatever and she has a magic mirror that assures her that her beauty is the best and like no one is prettier than her and then one day snow white takes over as like the prettiest girl in the kingdom now there is a Mandela effect that's related to this, where everyone thinks that the the queen, the evil queen, says mirror, mirror on the wall. But in the actual, like the first Disney adaptation, I think, or the very first like animated adaptation of Snow White, the queen doesn't say mirror, mirror. She says magic mirror on the wall. But somewhere along the lines, it got screwed up, and now everyone just says mirror, mirror. But in an actuality. Originally, it was supposed to be magic mirror, and it was never supposed to be mirror mirror. Just saying. I hope that uh, I hope you knew that. Also, if you don't know that, I hope that Mandela effect kind of fucked your head a little bit because I have a lot of conspiracy theory episodes, but my favorite ones are by far the Mandela effect ones. I love them. There are just millions of them that I haven't done yet, so maybe I'll do more. But let's move on to the actual story. The queen then has like a huntsman or someone she assigns to kill Snow White and bring her, like her lungs or her heart or something, just to prove that Snow White is actually dead. But the huntsman takes pity on Snow White and lets her like go into the woods and doesn't actually kill her. And he brings like a bear's heart or bear's lungs to prove to the queen that Snow White's actually dead. And then Snow White finds safety with these seven dwarfs. And the thing is, in a lot of these stories, 
I guess because they were set like so far back in time if you actually google the age of Snow White she's supposed to be like 14 or 15 like she's supposed to be like a kid pretty much and she's living with like seven fully grown men which now would be weird but I guess back in the day that was completely okay and like didn't creep people out but like if this happened now that would be hella creepy just saying but obviously the queen finds out that Snow White isn't really dead so she I guess in the original version she does a lot of things before the apple part comes in but in a lot of movies it just jumps straight to her somehow giving her an apple and then she eating the apple and then dying but she does a lot of other stuff she first gives like disguises herself and gives Snow White like a corset and when she wears the corset the queen like tightens it really hard and then Snow White faints and then thinks that oh Snow White is dead but somehow she isn't dead and then the second time she gives her a poisoned comb which Snow White uses and she faints again but she doesn't actually die so the third time is when she gives her the apple which she takes like the queen also takes a bite of the apple but she takes a bite of the apple in the non-poisoned part and then gives Snow White like the apple and then Snow White takes it and then eats it from the poisoned part so it wasn't really Snow White taking the first bite Snow White was actually taking the second bite which also is not shown in any movie ever but that's how it was written I'm pretty sure and then again Snow White actually dies etc and then the dwarfs come back and then try to save her etc etc but this time they can't actually revive her so they build her like a glass coffin and a prince comes in and then they instantly fall in love and then the prince like kisses her which is so creepy if someone is dead I mean perceived dead and they're in a coffin and you're a prince why is your first reaction to kiss the dead body? That's kind of fucking creepy. Secondly, secondly, um, this was also, I think, I'm pretty sure confirmed, but if you Google, like, the name of the prince who, like, comes and saves Snow White, his name is Prince Florian, and if you Google his age, he's, like, 34. So Snow White is, like, 14 and 15, and the prince who, like, comes in and kisses her supposed dead body is, uh, 34. So, what even like what is going on but again i think back in the times this wasn't as creepy but i guess now people have realized that this age difference is pretty creepy but no one again talks about it and disney wouldn't mention it because it would kind of ruin all the hearts of all the kids who watch these movies so finally when they you know fall in love and whatever the prince and snow white plan that they will get married and they invite the evil queen to their to their wedding and she actually ends up attending but she's actually trapped because when she goes to the wedding the queen she's given these like iron shoes and the iron shoes are apparently really hot and they're like uh burning hot and then the queen is forced to dance in these iron shoes until she dies so that's a nice wedding right there <laughs> imagine that's how my wedding ends by just me killing somebody by giving them iron shoes which are burning hot anyway the last story that I think that I have for today is The Little Mermaid, which is I think the only Disney fairy tale that I don't really like and I haven't seen, I think, but I know pretty much what it is, but I haven't seen The Little Mermaid because I just don't like it. The Little Mermaid and Tarzan are just the two movies that I just cannot, cannot get myself to watch. I have no interest in either of them, but she it's a whole thing about her wanting to i guess become human and she wants legs and so she strikes some kind of deal 
this is me not being able to explain anything but she like strikes a deal with some evil witch and the evil witch tells her that she will be able to get legs but then every time she walks it will feel like she's walking on knives and it would be really hurtful but uh, the little mermaid loves the prince so much and she's like cool i'll deal with having to walk on knives or like the feeling of having to walk on knives if i can then be uh, someone who can walk etc but in the actuality or like in the actual ending the prince doesn't actually fall in love with her the prince ends up marrying some other woman instead of ariel and then ariel feels really bad about it so she like i don't know what she does but she like she's cursed to die and the sun sets on the prince's wedding she slips into the sea and she becomes sea foam so if you see sea foam that's not sea foam that's actually ariel so just like go say hi or something i don't know but that's like i think the gist of the actual ending and yeah and she was actually cursed i think that if the prince doesn't fall in love with her she will die or either she does it herself like either she dissolves into the sea herself or she's cursed and she dies anyway and becomes foam but either way she doesn't actually get the guy so uh don't change yourself for a guy that's the new ending that i'm going to take from the little mermaid if you have a mermaid tail doesn't matter because if a guy likes you he's going to like you for what you are and you shouldn't change yourself for a guy especially if you're a mermaid then i think you should stay being a mermaid because that's cool as fuck that's my answer so yeah i think those are all of the stories that i have for you guys today if there are more which i know there are there are ones about tarzan there are ones about the lion king etc i'll maybe do another episode if you guys like this episode so yeah i think that's about it if you have any more ideas for me let me know because i'm kind of running out of ideas which is why i'm just doing conspiracies and like other fun things i'm not really doing any personal episodes because i'm out of stuff to say right now so i hope you guys like this episode i hope that you guys follow all the podcast instagram and the podcast little social things that i have because that really helps if you're watching on youtube i recommend just subscribe because most of y'all are watching these videos and your guys aren't subscribed which please subscribe because that also helps i'm trying to get to 100 so i can have a custom channel url that's pretty much the smallest goal i have for myself so please go subscribe thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys tomorrow because i haven't missed a single episode till day and i'm pretty fucking proud of myself for that see you all tomorrow love you bye bye